Hello and welcome to the RPG Academy Presents Ghosts of Saltmarsh. I am Tom and I'm privileged to bring to you our latest offering where I will be running a thrilling ocean-themed Dungeons and Dragons campaign for my good friends Jake, Alex, and Troy. For those of you who don't know, we launched the RPG Academy Presents show on Twitch last year where we ran through Waterdeep Dragon Heist and you can catch our entire campaign now on YouTube. For our latest campaign, we wanted to offer our podcast listeners a chance to join in with us, so we've decided to bring our stream campaign to our podcast feed. With this said, each of these episodes was originally recorded as part of a live stream show on the RPG Academy's Twitch channel. There may be times where we reference the chat or make visual references, but we've attempted to minimize these as much as possible. The goal of this show is to show you, our listeners, how we decided to play through one of the official Dungeons & Dragons 5th edition modules. We try to use as many elements in the books as we can, but we also want to tell our own distinct story. For this particular story, we will be following the tale of the three estranged Morgan brothers. Gus Morgan, played by Troy, Steric Morgan, played by Alex, and finally, Morgan Morgan, played by the ever-serious Jake. These three brothers have not seen each other in 15 years and have now each received letters from an unknown sender requesting that they come back to their childhood home of Saltmarsh immediately, as their father has died. The only problem is that they've never met their father. We hope you enjoy our story as we dive headfirst into a tale of family, the high seas, and way too many nautical-themed puns. Let's set sail. Well, hello and welcome once again to the RPG Academy Presents Ghosts of Saltmarsh. Yeah. Welcome. Everyone, thank you so much who's joined us this evening. Go ahead and, you know, say hello in chat. And don't forget, you may or may not be able to influence what I do in this stream based on what you say in chat. Um, It's already been known, like... I mean, we just straight up said that Jake's, somebody in chat said Jake's sword is the reason he's turning evil. And hey, we ran with it and good things have, good things are happening. So what does your Great mustache things. make you do, Tom? What does it make me do? Yeah, if Jake's sword makes him evil, what does your mustache make you do? Whatever I want. A man with a mustache is open to, to many freedoms that others just are not. Oh, I'm scared. Define freedom, Tom. Would you say that like the inside of a jail cell is freedom? Okay. All right. Um, So we're going to go ahead and play some Dungeons and Dragons. We're not going to do any more mustache bits. Now, if you remember, at the end of last session, we had just boarded the uh, train uh, that was railroading us on to the next part of the adventure. That's what I remember. (gasps) It was a railroad into another plane of existence. Yeah, it was. You could say. It was so good. So, all right. Yes, um, Jake, we have boarded the rare w- the, the the train because Tom was like, I'm, I'm sick of y'all screwing around. I got some plot to get to. Let's go. Choo-choo. All right. So uh, anyway, brief recap for those who are, are just joining us. We are following the tale of the three Morgan brothers as they go out and try to discover who they truly are. And this is a show all about the bonds of brotherhood as they deal with the relationship and the fighting and the bickering 
Um, and the pirating. And the pirating. And the railroading. The warmongering. The rock flying. Rock flying. Okay, so no. All right. So, but last time you all had are now under the the flag of one Captain Morgan Morgan. That's you, Jake. That's me, Morgan Morgan. Morgan Morgan. In a recent turn of events, Morgan has turned to privateering, and Steric and Gus have decided to hop on board his ship to make sure he doesn't get into too much trouble. You're all's first mission together as privateers was to go to Abbey Isle, Steric's home where he spent his formative years his 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 teenage years under the the tutelage of the the monks there the monks of order you went there to root out a band of sea prince sorcerers who were generating unnatural storms all across the azure sea as you delve deep into the abbey or um stare a flood of memories where just assaulted you and of a far gone and simpler time they were dredged forth and with them came the faces of those now dead and one of those faces was a knight of the order who bequeathed steric with the inheritance the monks of the abbey were never able to give you a cloak of order your birthright a magical cloak that allows you to do many things gus and morgan on the other hand were with their new friend hector uh, as they search for evil mages, but soon stumbled upon an evil that was guarded underneath the abbey. Um, J- Jake, do you remember what that evil was? Uh, what? Hmm? Huh? A statue? Yeah, you found a statue of one dread, the dread vampire pirate lord Zolik. Yes. <laughs> Destroying the statue, you recovered his crystallized heart. With the heart removed from its resting place, Zolik will now be able to come to its call. He'll find you all, but you all will have his heart. So, anyway. Aww. We've had his yeah. heart this whole You'll time. Have his that, heart. There was that whole bit where Gus had the crystal for a while, and then it got stolen, and there was a whole... Yeah. We were really bonding at the time, it, it felt like. So much bonding was happening. So much. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, as a GM, I love it when my players fight over stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Can I do a sleight of hand check to try to steal that from yeah, him? Yeah, Tom <laughs> likes it so much that he bends over backwards to try and make it impossible for you to do what you want to do. It's it's Good really work, fun. I, did it. I was in a mood last time. Okay. <laughs> so, having had enough of the Morgan's continual chaos and Gus and Sterics in action... Your old friend Oceanus arrived. Um, the lover of one Gus, Morgan. <laughs> I mean, maybe more admirer you than friends, lover. You, you friend-zoned her? Yeah, I mean, listen, we, got, we have things to do, right? Worlds to save, you know, brothers to pull from the, you know, grasp of the evil swords, all that fun stuff. So what? Gus, Gus has all his life to date. Yeah, you know, why rush to things? So, But having had enough, um, Oceanus arrived on the beach as you were leaving the abbey. And she opened a portal and told you that it is time to go speak to the Order. Not the Order, the Oracle. And she dumped you all into the elemental plane of storms. 
Sounds cool, doesn't it? That's what you all are seeing right now on that picture. It's a really cool, chaotic place. Are we are we in the water, or are we like standing on something, or? Ooh, that's a is good. Is that water, or is that like ice shards? Oh, it's all sorts of. There's ice shards. Oh, Jake, do you still have your does he, do you still have your coat with all the patches? Yeah. Isn't there a boat? Well, I mean, I don't really need it because I can swim. <laughs> okay, so you guys are dumped into a torrent like it's the water is just thrashing about this is a storm i need all of you all to go ahead and make con no strength saving throws as you try to keep your head above water okay okay i'm so good at strength guys do i get advantage Mm. because i can swim my regular speed and breathe underwater Whoa! Do I get well? Here's the thing. So, so Gus rolled really well. He got a twenty-eight, but he's very good at strength saving throws. But the character of Gus is terrified of water. So, how does that work? Um. Well, real quick, Troy, you may want to adjust your character sheet because I'm pretty sure you still have that potion of giant strength still on there. You know, (laughs) I think you do, but that's okay because. Even if you did, so all last session, you were just rolling so good, all right? And I just yeah. now realized that. So, but <laughs> that's that's all right, that's because you still My succeeded. Bad. But no, you, Gus, you're able to keep your head above water. Um, you kind of, but you kind of look over to your side, and you see Morgan. Jake, describe how you are swimming. I mean, I'm just like, I'm going with the water, you know, like, like a fish. You know how, like, you know, dolphins, they can just sort of, like... <laughs> fight the waves that's what i'm doing i'm just dolphin diving are you making dolphin noises yeah. <laughs> that was very good <laughs> it was very good I, I knew jake had it in him that's why i asked is that inspiration for, for my dolphin that's noise? inspiration for you get inspiration for sure boom because the way inspiration works is players either do something cool they play to their story their backstory or they entertain the dungeon master all right those are the three ways to get inspiration. And if um, you're like Gus Morgan, he gets inspiration and never uses it because he forgets about it. That's right. You just don't need it. Oh, okay. But Gus, you look over and Morgan and Steric are swimming so well. You're keeping your head up, but what are you doing here? I'm like treading water and like <laughs> gasping for breath, but you know, I'm not really sinking. Like I'm swimming right now because of all the adrenaline that's pumping through my veins. I'm not really a fan of my surroundings right now, um, but I'm making more of a deal out of it than I probably should have. It's like if you know a full-grown man is, you know, thinking that they're drowning while standing in a four-foot pool type of situation. Like I'm fine, but nervous. Okay, as you're starting to swim. There's almost like a flat barge that slowly kind of is up on the waves. It is now right there next to you. And you see there is a water elemental on top of it who has a massive oar in his hand. And it's just going to say to you, do you need help, travelers? Yes, please. Yes. Common. Thank God. I'm going to swim down a little bit, and then I'm going to do, like, the free willy and come up, and I'm going to land on the deck. <laughs> I see that yeah, this is you all belong here, I see. This is uh, 
It's no wonder that you have made your way to the elemental plane of storms. When he says that, there's like a little, there's a lightning crash behind him. Well, we were kind of dropped here against our will. The gods seem to have wanted us to come here. <laughs> yeah, this sucks. <laughs> and I'm like wringing my my robes out. It was like sopping wet. It's a brand new wait, cloak you got here. Yeah. Uh, wait, someone just dropped you here. Yeah, Oceanus is her name. Oceanus, is she doing well? Who cares? Oceanus is a beloved figure here. Well, good. Let us you know, stay I'm, here. I'm, I'm not even going to blame Oceanus. I'm going to blame Skeleton Tom for this. For those who don't know, Skeleton 100%. Tom is their, their skeleton alchemist who is basically my avatar in this game. Okay? <laughs> um, Always Skeleton Tom's fault. <laughs> this, this, wait, you know Skeleton Tom too? Unfortunately. Oh my gosh. These guys and, know everyone. Anyway, you say Oceanus. Is there sent you? Is there anywhere I can take you? Yeah, to the exit, yeah. please. Yeah, that'd be great. Alrighty, we're then. kind of in the middle of something. To the exit. All right, <laughs> so he, he's going to start <laughs> just rowing this thing, and occasionally, eventually, you start to see you see a, a lone, dry place in Wait. this just. I was say, is it raining? Like, it is. is it storming? It's storming. It's this. It's so strange because you'll go through pockets where it's just like drizzling. Then there's a mist, and then there's just torrential downpour. All right. And well, fine. once once we get on the boat, I'm just gonna wipe the water off my forehead, and it's gonna stop raining around me and around us. Probably the so entire it's like, boat. So it's like Florida, right? It just stops and starts. Yeah. I mean, it's uh, basically uh, in like a twenty foot radius around me. All the way around, there's going to be no rain coming down. So 20 feet up, the rain stops and dis- disappears. The elemental, you see, he, he, for this this massive being of just wh- a whirlpool of water, he just is kind of looks up and down. Well, that's just peculiar. And he pays it no more mind. And he continues to row the boat until, but you will still remain dry. You eventually get to a, what it looks to be some sort of weird pirate town. And we'll go ahead. Alrighty. Is this the Flotsam version? You, of... you... Sorry. Go ahead. You all are back on the Flotsam. Okay. Where's King Jeff Probst at? Alright, do you all see your characters? <laughs> yeah. Um, yes. Okay. Is this actually the Flotsam? So... No, it's not the Flotsam. So this water elemental is also for for my players. You all can see this entire map because I did not feel like going and through this map and putting all the the walls and the the shadows and everything. So just pretend like you can't. You just pretend like you can't. You just you know we'll role play it. We're really bringing it tonight, guys. We're bringing <laughs> it. Tom's phoning it in. Okay. Mind palace. So this water elemental is going to drop you all off at this very very peculiar pirate town it's shrouded in a mist in a blue ethereal glow as you just see just junk floating it's very quiet though so he says you'll be able to find the exit here right thank you look at him i'm gonna look at him as we get off the boat like 
really? You sure? He says, well, welcome to the eye. And he's going to just start to move his barge away. What's this dude? Cool. Great. This guy is standing on this beach. It is a a slightly smaller elemental who is dressed in armor. And he carries a blade of water. Hello. He just points. Hello. Well, we've come for the exit. The exit. I hope you have something to pay passage with. Yeah, yeah, we do. What's the payment? Well, everything has a price here. And that price is determined by yourself. Well, good. I decide mine's free. He says, then so be it. You will be met with what free will purchase. He's going to say, my name is Torrent. Welcome to the eye. You may pass. He points at Morgan. Sweet. Where's the door? Where do I go? What's that? Just, just right there is kind of like cave entrance. Oh, it's right here. Yeah. It's a shallow water right here. And then he looks over at Steric and Gus. Payment. Yeah, we're with him. <laughs> so you also will be paying nothing. Well, I don't know what kind of currency you guys have here, but... Uh... Is it rain, perhaps? <laughs> but, oh yeah, it's not raining around us, if it, if it was. You will pay whatever you deem is worthy. I don't know what I'm paying for. This I'm is like one of those times home. where it's just like, well, what what do you what are you gonna offer? You know, what's yeah. what's your best offer? Like, you tell me. A, what is what would you say the average payment is for passage? Do people actually pay when they? Turns out this guy's just like standing out here hoping leave. to trick idiots into giving them free stuff. <laughs> yeah, that's basically I mean, what I'm asking him here. Is like, is this like a, is this like you? a tipping in the U.S. type of thing or a tipping in Europe type of thing? Yeah, yeah. Two very different systems. He says, feel it in your soul. What do you wish to pay to leave this plane of existence? He's Can I roll insight to oh. get an understanding of what's what his yeah. expectations are? Go ahead and roll insight. Ten. Very insightful. You're not I know really nothing. this 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 creature is so stoic. And he's not, he's just speaking in these strange riddles. I'm going to <laughs> um, take my backpack off and lay it at my feet, um, bend over slowly, and pull out my entire jester's outfit. The one that you don't wear anymore. The one that I don't wear anymore. And I hand it over and I say to him, you know, I... I'm giving up my, um, this is my past. I was, a I was an artist and I am giving that up, uh, because I realized that I am not the performer that I thought that I once was. This is a heavy fee to pay. You may pass. All right. I take my backpack and I walk away. Good luck, Steric. He looks at you. <laughs> Classic. What will you pay? Look, buddy, I don't, I don't know what you want. I've been 
dealing with more than enough and uh, don't really have the time or energy to put into your crazy riddles right now about payment to leave somewhere that I didn't ask to be. Why are you in such a rush? It's not so much a rush to leave here. It's a rush to keep an eye on the crazy one that you already let go. What is wrong with him? Man, I, I wish I wish I could tell you that. Got his hands on an artifact and took me and my and our other brother out for two weeks or months. I don't even remember at this point. But trying to do my part to keep him from uh, you know, tearing a new one in your home here, like he's trying to do back in ours. I sense something in you. Yeah, frustration. Is it contagious? <laughs> sorry, sorry. I'm you just kind of hear an echo of, of Morgan from the cave. <laughs> you may pass, he says. Okay. I'll just walk past him. Steric, did you give anything up? Because I gave up an actual item. <laughs> I did. Some of my attitude. <laughs> Okay, so you all are, as you all continue to make your way into this, into this strange town, there, there starts to, you start to see more, more people around. Um, not really people, there's a mix of elementals and mermaids and merfolk and triton all around here. And as you get to this, as you get to this central chamber, there are two passages, okay? One of those passages points to the, points to the north, and it just hangs there, and it says, the rust. And it's got a little gear on it. And then the other, the other sign points down this way, and it says, the broken coral. All right, and then there's you see a you see a you see a merfolk who's just kind of also water creatures seem to be people. Some people just seem to be floating in the air, almost swimming. While you're in this area, this creature is as if how's it going, strangers? Oh, it's going fantastic. Can you tell us where the exit is? Uh, the exit. Yeah, yeah. To, you know, go back to where it's not all rainy and soggy. Nah. You'll need passage, then. You seek passage. You'll need to speak to the Oracle. Great. Just what I didn't want to do. No, she'll be able to open up a... If you can't open up a portal yourself, she'll be able to open up one for you and get you out of here. Right quick. Alright, point us in the right direction. Be a good lad. Well... The directions. Ah, oh, yes. All right. Well, if you wanna, you wanna guide. You're gonna definitely wanna go to the the Broken Coral. It's a, it's a fine drinking establishment. He kind of hiccups a little bit. You'll be able to find a guide there. They'll take you through the stormy depths. I just want to point out how disturbing it is to watch Tom with his mustache do this kind of accent. <laughs> Why is it's that? Almost like. It's almost like we're in the Wild West. So I'm going to put that's, like a cowboy hat on. Yeah, him. that's kind of that's really what I'm going for, and I'm glad that you're picking up on it, Troy. He says, "Yeah, you you can get it. 
You got a guide in the back of that way. Uh, what, what, what is the rust, my ass? Oh, the rust. It's just that up there. That's the the finest trinket trinket establishment you'll find. Yeah, the old gearhead in there. He he sells all sorts of crazy things. Things that go boom and they're sharp and sells apples too. All right. Well, I'm gonna go take a peek. You boys uh, do whatever you want. Okay. So. You all can kind of see in here, Sterkin Gus. It's not a very long hallway. Um, and let's go ahead and... Yeah, I'm going to look at uh, at Gus and be like, well, I mean, if we're, if we're here, it's kind of a weird place anyway and might be some cool things, but plus yeah. uh, probably shouldn't let him just run rampant <laughs> in, uh, in a shop. That's okay. true. He'll never Sterk, do you like apples? I do like apples, Gus. Good, like there's apples. some in here. Perfect. That was uh, classic redirect. <laughs> so, but this is interesting because when you all enter in here, you see a very large mechanical creature in here, just banging away at a bunch at all sorts of just crazy contraptions. There's almost he's almost has like a little lava flow volcano in here, like this like little underwater thing that he's pulling off steam from and seems to be crafting swords and all sorts of stuff in here. And there's someone that you recognize. Mm. All right. Great. Standing in the shop with a big old with a with a, a big bag of different items, you see Captain Zendros. Hmm. That, who's that Sweet. again? Sweet. Captain Zendros is the vampire. Was the what's that? Is he the vampire. Captain Zendros. No, that is the magic shop oh, owner. The, is she and Saltmark? Is this her right the, here? Yeah. Also, Jake, you're a little quiet. Is that her right here? It is. Remember our last encounter with Captain Zendros? You all had given her a black box, and she paid for it, and she was expecting a magic item in it. That was six months ago. Um, I'm sure she's forgotten by now. Um, I mean, I've forgotten by now. She is shocked when she sees you all. You've got to be kidding me. Hey, Cap- Captain Zendros, right? Have I ever actually met her? You have. Uh, yeah, you, you, you yeah, have. We all have. Okay. Have. Okay. Yeah. Hold on. First off, how did you all get here? Oh my! Um, we were we rode a magical railroad. It's true to get here. <laughs> this creature, when you say railroads, he's like, he just bellows. He's like, railroads. Yes, of course, they are very, very nice. Zendros, are these your friends? means by which we uh, traveled here. Not really important. Morgan? Yeah. Where's my magic item? I'm sorry. I believe you sent us after a box, was it not? I specifically requested that you do not open the box. Well, I mean, who's to say we opened the box? Who's to say it wasn't already open when we got there? Did we? I'm gonna look at Gus and openly exclaim, "Did we open a box?" 
Yeah, okay, yeah. I we opened to... that box and took that big sphere out of it and then put it in the bag of holding. Do we all have to roll deception? Hold I on. think the deception's just gone. <laughs> but I, Morgan, are you trying? You're not trying to deceive her, really. You're trying to like rub it in. Okay, gotcha. Well, okay. Well, that's let's see. Because I, I, that's why I openly turned around to Steric and admitted that we opened the box and took the sphere. She springs over to you. I'll facepalm. Grabs you, Morgan. She's gonna grab you by your by your coat. What do you mean, an orb? While she holds me, can I slip out my rapier and start pressing it into her stomach? Ooh, you can. Do I need to roll, like, sleight of hand? Yeah, go ahead and roll sleight of hand. While, while she's rolling, or while he's rolling, and she's grabbing him, can I reach in and grab that cool stone? Do you know where it is? What stone? The one that he stole from me earlier. Oh, oh. I love... Um, I'm just kidding. I don't want to do that. Okay. It's a joke. Let's see. You rolled, and then I'm gonna go ahead and roll here. We we tied. Well, Defender. Awkward. She's got her rapier and your belly too. Oh, uh, you said that she's got both her hands on my coat. So ah, dang, nabbit. Players. She has three hands. She, oh no, this is cool. Her t- she remember she's a tiefling. Her tail is holding her sword against your belly. Wow. You think uh, you're quicker than I am? Oh, Morgan, I know I'm quicker than you I've are. I've been itching to find out. Well, I'll tell you what. I can either gut you now, or we can do it after a long, cold drink. Oh my gosh, Why I want to do this Why so wait? bad. Uh, what do you want to do? Tell me what you want to do. I want to cast Vampiric Touch on her, because I'm, I'm touching her. <laughs> Do it. No, I'm just going to say, take your filthy, demonic hands off me, or we're going to have a problem. She's going to take her hands off of you, and she says, Morgan, if you're concerned about demonic hands, then I would get rid of that blade that you just touched me with. No, I think me and the old chap still have a lot of work to do, cutting up people. (laughs) You... You hear Morgan in your head. You hear. <laughs> Quiet. You. This is, this is the demonic blade that Morgan Morgan has. So. I'll see you over in the, I'll see you over in the broken coral, Morgan. So who's buying who a drink at the at the bar? She's as she's leaving. She's like. Your, Gus, your brother's buying us all a drink. That's what I thought. All right, after you. Okay. Um, her and her companions are going to go ahead and leave. Okay. All right. They're going to they're going to get it. They're going to skedaddle. All right. So you guys are now in this room with this large creature. So, what can I help you all with? I don't know. I heard you have some apples. I heard you had some pretty amazing things. Well, first off, apples. I do have apples. He's going to bring out a big old bag of apples. What kind of apples are these? These are, we've got your pretty, pretty standard, you know, golden crisp 
you've got your Granny Smith, and they're really like real apples. He says, "Sweet." With every apple comes an apple peeler, and he's he's gonna <laughs> put these big axe, this big axe on the table. <laughs> now we're talking. <laughs> um, do any of these axes look particularly choice? Well, the one they are all the same. He's obviously you know mass producing these. All right. Mm. They all have like what looks there's a it's a big axe and then on the back looks almost like this nasty looking fish hook. I want one. <laughs> so bad. How many apples come with each axe? <laughs> one of or course. Or is it how many axes come with each apple? I'm not sure how how they're divvied up. I'll tell you what. You seem like a good fellow. Thank you. How many apples do you wish to have? I would like Four apples. Oh, can you get one for me, guys? This is thrilling role-playing. Five, five apples. <laughs> he's going to give you some apples, and he's going to give you the... He's going to give you the... Give you the axe. Cool. Thank you. It's ten gold. <laughs> like... That's actually really hmm. cheap for an axe. Is it really cheap? For that... Yeah. You don't know what it Are is. Are you broke, Gus? Can you not afford no. ten gold? I, I almost, can. I just don't but do you to. act like, like you're broke? I do. I act like I'm broke. I'll, I'm gonna huff. Do I have to do performance? I will toss him ten. I'll toss the guy the ten gold pieces. <laughs> but I, I, I look thank really you, angry and annoyed that I'm having to do it. Wow. Thanks. Thanks, Morgan. Shut up. <laughs> that might be uh, one of the nicest things you've ever done to me. Actually, <laughs> now that we're talking about it right now. Especially since you've almost murdered me like four times. You're like, well, maybe there's hope for him still. <laughs> maybe. I like. I look over at Morgan and just, I look into his eyes to see if it was like a genuine moment or, you know, where this generosity is coming from. Roll insight. Roll insight. <laughs> Can't tell. Morgan, genuine. what is? what does he see? I mean, I feel like with the two, you feel like he is... He's like playing you somehow. You can't quite figure out how, but somehow with this gesture, he is playing you. So I'm like, I'm looking at him side eyed as I grab the apples and the axe off the counter and like toss one of them to Steric as I continue to look at Morgan with suspicion. All right. Anyway, we were uh, discussing interesting things that you might have for sale. Real quick, how is the apple? It's pretty tasty, actually. Oh, wow. It's pretty good. Does my axe have any cool properties, like a plus one, perhaps? You're going to need to attune to it. <laughs> okay. Ooh, but it's attunable. <laughs> okay. Um, I whisper to it. <laughs> it talks back. <laughs> no, it doesn't do that. I um, see you as a friend. um so morgan this 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 giant um steel monolith he uh, of course i have a lot of interesting things what kind of things are you looking for something that can do some killing at a range but you already have a bow i see that on your back yeah well uh i've been having some issues with the bow seeing as how uh my hand's a little bit more shaky lately Mm. He says, "Yes, you have. I see that you have very small, petite hands." 
You could toss some apples at people. You know, I've never really noticed it, Morgan, but you do have kind of small hands. All right, all right, listen, all right? You're trying to you're trying to say that if I have so, small hands, something else is small, and that's I believe me, it's not the case. Well, I don't think anyone was t- was taking it. I don't think anyone was taking it that far. But uh, get it? You, I mean, if that's what that's you wanna, what he said. You know. Well, he this this voice that this giant steel creature is like whoa 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 no need to. I was just making a point because I think I have something that may fit you. All right, let's yeah. see. He's going to some for your small hands. Some for your small hands. His desk. He's got this big old workshop. He's on his Both workbench. The tiniest little thing. <laughs> he's gonna almost like pull back the top, Morgan, and underneath of it, you see this case. All right. Inside of it are basically for audio listeners. Well, I don't have a picture. It feels for everybody. These think like pirate pistols. All right. Like a flintlock pistol? Like a flintlock pistol. There's three of them. He says, what do you think about these? They look like uh, metal tubes with a wooden handle. He's going to say, he's going to, he's as soon as you say that, like he's got like a smaller arm that comes out of his big arm and he picks one up and he's going to go ahead and just all of a sudden there's a blast. <laughs> And he's going to, Gus, the apple in your hand just explodes as the bullet destroys it. Gus is sad. <laughs> he says, I gave you multiple apples. You'll be fine. All right. How much? Yeah, for 10 gold. How much? Yeah, how much for the boomsticks? 50 gold pieces a piece. Done. Gonna, How much gold do you have? Oh, you don't want to know. <laughs> He's got all the gold from the Zendros mission. <laughs> Remember, you guys, you guys were unconscious, so I got paid. Right. It, well, actually, I don't remember because I was murdered. Yeah. Okay. So you. Ha- so at this point in the game, I have decided that we are introducing firearms. <laughs> Great. All right, where, where can I find the stats for these? I will send you the stats, and I will tell you what they do as we play. But, Morgan, they are going to be, when you shoot, it's going to be 2d6 plus your dex. For damage, right? For, da- for damage. Oh, my gosh, guys. While you guys are doing math, I just found out Macaulay Culkin's 40 years old. <laughs> Isn't that awful? How old are we? Troy, I appreciate your your constant strange pop culture references as we play. It, it's like it's my lifeblood. All right. I mean, it's better than just counting out, you know, scores and stuff. Yeah, so Morgan, you have those. So I'm going to go ahead and just flavor text. Assume that inside that box is also the holster so I can have all three pistols on the front of my yes. chest. Also, those will work with your arcane archer abilities. Sweet. Also, wow. my bullets be magic. <laughs> this is Jake was like, "Yeah, Tom, I'm not really digging the arcane <laughs> archer anymore." I was like, "What if I just give you some pistols?" He's like, "Okay, yeah, that'll work." Um, what is what is the da- is it piercing damage or it's going to be piercing damage. Okay. Does he only get two bullets per gun though? You get two bullets per gun. That's it. Make them last. <laughs> and then you each bullet is a thousand gold pieces after that. 
this is based so cheap this is basically the fantasy version of loot boxes game is free <laughs> but you know pay to play my yeah, friend just, okay just trying it can, out can we just boil down the gold pieces into bullets good but you have to learn how to make them Oh, that would be pretty cool. That that'd be a very pirate thing. Now, to do. here's what's crazy. Mm-hmm. Oh no, I'm not gonna say it. I'm gonna wait until I can use it in. Oh, because this is like literally. Oh, this is hilarious. Oh man, I hope I can use this in combat soon. Okay. All right. So, um, no, no this, combat tonight. This we're gonna avoid steel, it all. We're just gonna talk our way out of it all. This steel creature is gonna just say. I, I do have one more question. Yeah. How many shots do I actually have? Um. Tom doesn't do ammo, so you have infinite Thank ammo. God. But it's is it is it one shot then reload for each one or it's it's one shot and then as your minor action is a reload. Oh, I, my bonus action is a reload. Your bonus action is a reload. Heck yeah. Okay. Sweet. I'm good. All right. This creature is just going to say, "Oh, one last thing before you all go. I know you all sounds like you all had dealings with Zendros." Yeah, we did. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, somebody did. Well, just to let you know, um, she's moved on to buying and selling information lately, and I don't like it. I don't like it at all. I liked old Zendros, you know, selling me magic items and and whatnot. So I just give you all a heads up. Wanted to let you all know. Just be careful of her. I mean, is there anything you would like us to do about it? For you know. Yeah, we can kill her. Well, I mean, I wasn't going to go that far, but, like, do you want us to help maybe persuade her in some direction or <laughs> cut off her information supply lines? Like, we don't have to go straight to murder. Well, I mean, we no, could. No, no, no. No, I, I like you three. You three seem, like, very... You've never been here before. Just it's give true. me all a tip. You have um, no, no basis to put your enjoyment of us on other than this one purchase, but... It's cool that uh, you're very easy to win over. Zendros must not make much purchases. He says, uh, yes, I mean, uh, he says, we don't get many humans like yourself coming through here, so. Uh, I didn't realize there were any here. (laughs) Bunch of hollow shells walking around. Well, we'll see you later, giant construction man. Okay. What's your name again? (sighs) It's not important. and I'm gonna walk off. <laughs> While we're here, uh, do you do you have any like big weapons that I could buy? <sighs> big weapons. Yeah, you know, like you know, for big hands. For big hands. <laughs> <laughs> Look at those hands, Derek has. <clears throat> Look at these hands. He does. What are you looking for? Well, I don't use weapons, so. Are you looking to protect yourself or deal some damage? Are you looking to protect yourself? Yeah. Do some uh, damage as well, what do you got? His coat. What, what do you got? And I'll let what you, you know. What are you buying? All right. What are uh, you selling? I don't know. What What do you... Uh, he's got all sorts of crazy stuff. I'm interested in the craziest of crazy things. Okay. All right. So, <laughs> Steric. I don't want I don't want nothing I can find on, you know, any okay. old shop. Steric. This is Cog's shop. All right. This is the Cog shop. <laughs> he's going to say, well... That one fellow I sold the pistols to, he seemed a little unstable, so I didn't want to offer him this. Yeah, and that's true. From, got, behind his, um, from behind his desk, he's going to put on his workbench one of those like big like 
bazooka looking guns that pirates would have that would like almost like blunder shoot bus. a cannonball a blunderbuss <laughs> a blunderbuss holy crap he's gonna say here's this here's a couple shot <laughs> be careful cool the hex he, he says also this one's on the house oh. all i want you to do though is i need you to test it for me <laughs> Oh my oh, God. Classic okay. test the new weapon quest. I love this it. Is, this is like the beginning of uh, Fallout a, 3. A paranoia quest. So also, <laughs> we're all going to die. Steric, I am going to tell yeah. you this. There yeah. is a, there is a. whenever you would shoot this thing. Yeah. All right. So if you shoot it and hit, yeah. all right, it is going to deal 68 damage. Okay. But there, okay. It, there it takes a whole turn to reload it. Mm-hmm. You have three shots right now, mm-hmm. and every time you shoot it, there is a chance <laughs> that it will backfire and explode. Perfect. Okay. Do you have 68 HP there, Steric? <laughs> so, it's not 68 damage, 6d8. Oh, that's a huge difference. And to answer your question, No. <laughs> I don't have 68 health. Um, Jake is trying to do funny stuff with his green screen. Audio listeners. <laughs> oh, my word, Jake. Okay. So, so yeah, he hands you this. He's also going to hand you a coral shell. All right? Coral. He's say, okay. Coral. When, he says, whenever you finish testing it, give me a call. Oh, okay. What what do I do with this? Just put it up I, to I'll your ear. I was like talking to it like, does does this do something? Uh, can I hear something if I hold it up to my ear? He says, testing, testing. You hear him. Whoa. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, all right. Thanks. So you all head down the, to the down to the bar, right? Yeah. Down, down. I'm going to put both of these in my bag of holding. Okay. Inside this bar, there is a, uh, it's, it looks, it's a raucous crowd. There's all sorts of people, um, having a good time, throwing back drinks. Um, you know, those watery ocean drinks. You see there's people who are doing shots of what looks like pure lightning at the bar. Um, lightning shots. All right. Steric, this is all you. <laughs> Um, what do you all want to yeah. do when you get in here? You see Zendros back in the corner. I go up to it. the barkeep and I go, could I get an ocean breeze, please? The, it's thematic. The, the, the bartender looks at you. Aren't you a... You know what? I'm not here to judge what anyone drinks. She says, you want an ocean breeze? I'll give you an ocean breeze. And she starts mixing up the fruitiest drink ever. It is something that you would see Tom order at a bar. All right. <laughs> Skeleton Tom. Skeleton Tom, no, for sure. That's Tom. who we're that's who we're talking about. Okay. All right. Um mixes all sorts of stuff up. And she's gonna give you the ocean breeze. Thank De- you. It's delicious. I bet. Morgan, what are you doing? I'm gonna go over to Zendros. Alright, Morgan. Hello. Hello. So, what was all that uh, posturing about? Up there? Yeah. Well, I mean, other than the fact that I'm still quite upset that you all took what was in my box, but I'm not one to 
to dwell on past offenses. So, let me buy you, Gus and Steric, a drink. Don't, I was just trying to act all tough back there. Gotta keep up with appearances, you know. Don't worry about it. And you all can tell me what you've been up to. No, I don't think we will. Why not? See, information f- is worth a lot nowadays. And seeing as you're here in the elemental planes, I'm sure you don't know a lot about what's going on upstairs. She's just gonna, sl- under her breath, curse Cog for trusted him. Okay, fine. Well, call your brothers over. Brothers! My brothers! Brothers! Hey, Where are you, my brothers? Hey. Um, I got I'm a here. table! <laughs> are, are you guys at a yeah. table? Take a All seat, right, I guys. S- I'll sit at the table. Steric, do you sit or stand? Oh no, I'm I'm standing right now behind Gus. Okay. So for the moment. Well So obviously you know I'm now buying and selling an information. Um thank You are? Yeah, I am. Turns out Morgan's Morgan over here, you know, Captain Morgan Morgan, may have started a war. And when a war is going on, people Whoa. want to know Listen. things. I didn't maybe start a war. I 100% started a war. We have a yeah, f- he definitely did. We have a flashback where Morgan is Morgan stabs the Sahuagin prince. And it's just like, yeah, the lizard folk did it. <laughs> what? Right. No. Uh, Gus stabbed the Sahuagin prince. And then I had to cover and say that the lizard folk did it. Oh, yeah. It was. It's Mr. All, it oh, was we don't all- resort to murder. <laughs> Well, you were going to start a coup by killing the Sahuigan and blaming it on the lizard person, and I had to jump in and intervene. I love how you, this is like you guys are arguing about this at the table with Zendros. (laughs) Yeah. She's like, you guys don't, you know what? I don't care. Okay. Uh, So yeah, I've been buying and selling information, packed up the magic shop and, you know, moved on. You know what I'm saying? But, so, you all are here for a reason. Yeah. Yeah. We rode on a magical railroad. Pretty much sums it up. Currently, we're <laughs> looking for the whereabouts of how to get out of here. Well, I'm sure so many people have told you already. You need to go speak to the Oracle. I know, we're dreading it. Well, I mean, I don't really mind it. But we're just not sure where to go find the oracle. Well, I mean, you really pro- you probably won't even have to speak to her. Usually you just go into her temple and poof, portal. Oh, cool. Where's that at? Well, she kind of points over to a merfolk. Um, this, this this merfolk over here. It's no one like super important. Uh, you'll, you'll want to take one of the merfolk guides. They'll be able to take you over there. Huh? You'll have to go through the the stormy depths, as they say. The stormy depths. Stormy depths. Uh, There's no like easier way to go. Like maybe we could just pop a portal outside of this bar or something. Yeah, you. I'm you run a magic shop. No, you got a portal or two laying around. Uh, I sold yeah. quite a bit. Uh, the the what was in that box wasn't a portal, was it? No, no. Oh, wouldn't know. What's in the box? Come on, you all can't even tell me what was in the box. 
I'll tell you what. You tell me what's in the box, and Gus, I will tell you something pretty important. Like what? <laughs> it may involve a certain musical instrument. Gus? Um... There was nothing in the box to talk about. <laughs> I didn't what? open it. At what point are you are you asking what was in the box? Like, when the thing was there, when the thing wasn't there? Oh, I'm asking what was in the box when you opened it for the very first time. And Gus, musical instrument that you want very badly. I know so, where it is. How can I be assured that you know where it is? Because I'm Zendros. Oh, well, that clears it all up. I told you where the box was. You went and got it. You made a lot of money. Okay. I don't lie. Information but for information. I'm going to, I'm just going to stand up during this and just say, this is boring. I'm going to go get another drink and I'm going to go to walk to the bar, but I want to slip behind Zindros and slam her head down on the table and say, tell him where the bloody thing is so we can get going. Nat 20. Double nat 20s. Oh my word. Thank you for joining us for the RPG Academy Presents Ghost of Saltmarsh. If you'd like to join us for our live streamed episodes, make sure to follow and subscribe to our Twitch channel at the RPG Academy. You can follow me at BezkarTom on Twitter. Please feel free to join our community by following the links in the show notes to our Discord. As always, we appreciate your support. And if you're able to and wish to support the show in any way, head on over to our Patreon. The music that you're hearing right now was composed by Kevin McLeod and is used under Creative Commons Attribution 4.0 International License. And finally, don't forget, if you're having fun, you're doing it right. Every day is another day closer to Halloween.